Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to Have We Scaled, a life and fitness podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Bradley, and I have to record this very quickly. And I don't know if the title really fits. Uh, I just wanted to, to use that title, but talking about leadership and really just a reflection, um, something I wrote down and made a note of to myself earlier in the week based on a conversation that I had with my one of my mentors. Um, she's not, at, and this is at work, she's not my like official mentor. It's very unofficial, but I appreciate having someone who I can connect connect with on a pretty regular basis and who has um, direct line of sight into my work, but like isn't my supervisor. So yeah, I, I enjoy that. And so we had a conversation. She's actually working with me on this project where I am the team lead. And um, this was a role that I was asked to take on by my supervisors uh, a couple of months back. And at first I was just like, when we got our first project um, to do, I wasn't super duper excited about it because it wasn't the way it was supposed to be done. Um, But I ended up kind of really being excited about this project because it gave me um, oversight and ownership of a, a resource that we use, some software that we use. And I had already had some suggestions on how we as a team could use it better, things that we could change to make it more user-friendly for us because our team wasn't really using it correctly. So it was sort of nested into this project. And we rolled it out to the the team and feedback was expected, right? If you are, so I guess there's reflection number one, right? If you are a leader, you should expect feedback. And the problem, if you will, maybe it's not a problem, it just is what it is, with me being an Enneagram three, is that while I can take criticism, whether it's positive or negative, and we didn't receive any negative criticism, my problem with a being a three on the Enneagram is that I kind of just need people to take what I've given them. I need them to use it. I need them to try it before we try to start tweaking it. And I had a conversation with my supervisor and how I sort of was a little frustrated in a couple of my meetings because we could never show the whole thing, right? Me and my team, we never got to explain fully in our initial meetings, what we had done and why. We didn't get to finish. And it really irked me and it really bothered me. And what also really bothered me was, you know, a little while later, people are trying to make changes to things that they haven't even tried yet. Or again, reverting back to the old way of doing things or just these every little thing these these tiny things like ah oh, hey like here's this here's this here's this before i even have a chance to to use like in other people have a chance to use what we've done and so here's i guess my reflection um is that you know when you and this is what my supervisor said to me she cuz she asked me a question what have you learned as a leader in this role. And I had literally just been reflecting that morning um, (laughs) after having to 
um, make sure I didn't hurt a colleague's feelings because I probably didn't respond to his email in, in the, the best way. Um, I, I said, you know, as exciting as it is when you want to own something, that means that with this ownership, with this leadership, comes the responsibility of dealing with everyone's questions and everyone's comments and everyone's concerns and everyone's issues, whether those issues are big or small, things that seem minor to me. And it's usually the small things that make a huge impact, right? I know that. But things that are minor to me, you know, are greatly impact other people's work. And so she, she said to me, and I don't usually curse here, she said, yeah, when you, when you lead something like this, you literally have to deal with everybody's shit, no matter how big or small it is. And that's so true. And she cautioned me, and one of the things that I have to think about and was reflecting on, and I think it's true of all leaders, is how do you take people's comments, their questions, their concerns, um, tiny things that they can do themselves, but now they want you to do. And that's what she meant when she said that you have to deal with everybody's ish is that sometimes people just want you to handhold them through the process. And how do you switch that up? How do you change their mentality? And that is part of the leadership process. It's so well and good to, to own it, to present it to the people, but then I have to be able to help instill a different mindset within these people uh, because they are used to have been doing things one way, and now I'm asking them to do another, do it another way. And while I am an expert, I need to help elevate them and their knowledge and their user. Um, I can't think of the word right now, like their experience. And that's it. And, and I think that's true though of so many leadership roles probably, right? Maybe, I don't know. I've, this is my first like big actual, like you're in charge of this team here in this company. And it's, it's amazing to me how, um, you know, different those of you who know, I was a teacher before, but it's, it's, it's different when you are, um, sort of a teacher, <laughs> just teaching kids, versus working on a team, and now you're just a leader of your peers. And that's it. And I'm about to be interrupted again. So I will talk to you next week. Bye.